So, the big question is this. How are pitching coaches like us, who aren't lazy and driven by our ego, who actually care about getting every player better, how do we coach in a way that lets us break free from the status quo, see things differently, and impact each one of our players for the better, all while changing the landscape of this game? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andy Powers, and welcome to the Pitching Secrets Podcast. What's up, everybody? All right, so today we're going to get right into this. I'm not going to take too much of your time, but what I want to talk about today is what I consider to be the worst combination and positions in baseball today, and it's something that I'm seeing a whole lot more. I'm definitely seeing this at the youth levels for sure, but I'm also starting to see it creep into the high school levels uh, as well, and I just think it's very dangerous and irresponsible, and that is the combination of pitcher and catcher. Now, When it comes to somebody playing both positions, quite honestly, I don't have a problem with it, but it's not ideal. I would rather somebody, if if they had to play, you know, pitch and then play another position, that they did something other than catch as well. Where I have the real problem, and this is what I'm seeing more and more of nowadays, is when you have a double header and you have a kid who catches the first game and then he pitches the second game or he's been catching for five innings in the game and then they put him into relief for the last two innings of that game. Or maybe vice versa, and the guy pitches in game one and then he's the catcher for game two. I don't understand the the thinking and thought process behind this. I'm sure that some people could sit there and make the argument that uh, he's got a strong arm and it's accurate So because everybody you know is stealing at the younger levels that we need a guy who can throw people out uh, or whatnot. But, you know, the thing is, is that pitching is a very physical uh, and taxing and stressful position to play, uh, especially if you're playing it for you know a long you know a long time through the game, a lot of pitches, going deep into the ball game. But catching is as well. Catching is incredibly taxing and stressful, especially on the lower half, on the back and the body and, and the legs, and. If you understand in pitching how important your lower half and your back is to creating and delivering, uh, you know, momentum into the pitch and transferring it into your throw, then you'll understand that if those are very tired and fatigued, they're not going to be there for you. But that's not going to keep the kid from still wanting to try to throw the ball hard. Because at the same time, I promise you that dad in the stands and coach on the bench and everybody else and team on his on the field is sitting there trying to tell him, you throw the ball hard, throw it hard. And so what happens is if your legs are gone and your back's gone, then all you got left that's probably somewhat still got some strength in it is going to be your arm. So now you're turning into a situation where you're not pitching, you're throwing and you're using all of your arm to do it. And it's only a matter of time before that's going to give up too. And there's a lot of smaller muscles in that area that's going to have an easier time of giving out and giving up and probably breaking. And that's not what we want. And I'm seeing this more and more. I'm seeing kids coming in uh, over at the Texas Pitching Institute, and they'll come in, and, yeah, I played a game over the weekend or played in a tournament over the weekend. I'm a little sore. Okay, well, tell me about your weekend. Well, I caught uh, both games on Saturday, and then I caught the first game Sunday and then pitched the second game on Sunday. I just – it's like beyond stupidity. I can't – it's just so – it's just irresponsible. I think it's reckless. And I think that you're setting kids up for an even greater chance of getting hurt and it doesn't make any sense to me and I've never been able to get anybody to give me a really coherent answer either as to why this approach uh, is not only a good idea but why it seems to be gaining in popularity. 
So my advice to you in this little short podcast that I want to give you is that if you're currently doing this, stop it. Okay, It's not good for you. It's definitely not good for the kid. But if you're considering doing this, don't. Okay, And I know that you can't police another person's team, but if you're a parent listening to this and you see this happening to your son on the team, stop it. Don't allow it to continue to happen. Now, if he catches game one on Saturday and then, you know, relaxes for the rest of the game on Saturday on Saturday and pitches in a game on Sunday, but he's had adequate time to recover and he's, you know, feeling strong and healthy, that's a judgment call. And, you know, most of the time you might be okay, but not on the same day, not in the same game, not after you've sat there and caught for three games and then you're going to pitch in a fourth game. None of that makes sense. It's all stupid. Okay. Sorry to be so blunt, but there's no other way to put it. It's just stupid. Okay. And I don't want to see that continue to happen in this game. So if you, as you're listening, have any kind of influence on any of these situations and preventing them from happening, I strongly encourage you to do it. And if anybody gets pissed at you, just tell them Uncle Andy said that it was okay and blame me. Okay. I don't care. I got big shoulders. I can take it. All right. So listen, I hope that that was helpful for you. As always, I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I enjoyed making it for you. Best thing you can do is to follow us, uh, Texas Pitching Institute on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Texas Pitching Institute. Or you can follow us on our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com forward slash Texas Pitching Institute. Uh, or give this a share. You can always share this with somebody who you think might uh, also benefit from this. Uh, but uh, any way we can help to uh, get the word out and to help uh, not only the players, but to help the coaches. Uh, to make better decisions. What I always say is to go from a coach who works with pitchers into becoming a pitching coach. That's ultimately the goal. And when you can do that, you have really separated yourself and elevated yourself, given yourself the edge over all of your competition. And that's what I'm here to help serve uh, and to help you with. So really appreciate you being a part of this uh, again. And uh, we will talk to you in the next one. See ya. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pitching Secrets Podcast. If you want to learn more secrets to enhancing your pitching coach abilities and add to your playbooks all while breaking free from the current status quo of today's coaching, then I want you to join me in my movement to becoming a pitching boss. To start, I'd like to give you a free three-day masterclass for pitching coaches. In this masterclass, we will take a deep dive together on arm care, creating your daily routine, and developing your pitching staff rotation. Go to bullpensecrets.com forward slash masterclass and sign up to get started today.